Broken Timelines. Podcast Episode 8. By Jack Stornaway. Copyright 2019 Jack Stornaway. The Babylonian Timeline. The fourth period in the Mesopotamian Timeline, is the Late Era, which includes the Babylonian, Assyrian, and later civilizations. The Babylonian Timeline is derived from the Babylonian King Lists, and continues where the Sumerian King Lists end. The Babylonian civilization was largely a continuation of the Akkadian civilization, however, the capital city of Babylon was north of the marshlands. The fact that the Babylonian king Hammurabi was around at the same time as the Egyptian king Neferhotep I, requires moving the entire old Babylonian empire, to circa 3352-3038 BCULT. This does not affect the dating of the later periods, as there was a dark age after the fall of Babylon at the end of the old Babylonian empire. The Hittite sacking of Babylon is considered one of the most important events in the Babylonian timeline, and generally dated to somewhere between 1499 and 1736 BC, depending on the version of the CMT used. If the ULT is used, then the fall of Babylon took place around 3038 BC, around 200 years after the collapse of the Egyptian Middle Kingdom. The ULT also sees the reign of the last Neo-Sumerian king, Damakilishu, ending in 3227 BC, around the same time the Egyptian Middle Kingdom collapsed, shortly after the Great Shock of 3250 BC. This is the point in time that the world's climate changed significantly into a neoglacial period, that lasted until around 1500 BC. There are a number of pieces of evidence supporting the existence of this Great Shock of 3250 BC. During this time the world's weather became stormier, and there was far more rain, which would have caused significant flooding along the Tigris and Euphrates, and significant flooding of the Mesopotamian marshlands, as well as along other rivers and in other swamps throughout the world. The GISP-2 ice core sample, from Greenland, show there was a spike in atmospheric sulfate at 3250 BC, believed to have been from an increasing number of pollinators in the Arctic, caused by an expansion of oceanic surface ice. The GRIP ice core sample, from Greenland, shows the 3250 BC point as being at a low point in atmospheric methane, followed by a rapid increase over the next 200 years, which is attributed to an abrupt increase in global wetlands. Ice core samples from the Huascaran Glacier in Peru, show an abrupt cooling at about 3250 BC. It is a historical fact that the Hittites sacked Babylon at the end of the reign of the old Babylonian king Samsuditana. Babylonia was left in a state of anarchy, and around 24 years later, a people called the Kassites occupied Babylonia, and rebuilt the city, renaming it Carduni Ash. The Kassites ruled Babylonia for centuries, however, they left very little in the way of records until the 1300s BC. This time period is called the Babylonian Dark Age, or Mesopotamian Dark Age, as there are very few records of the time from Babylonia, Elam, Assyria, the Hittite Empire, and Canaan. This Dark Age either took place between 1524 and 1373 BC CMT, or 2965 and 1373 BC ULT. This means it either happened after the Second Egyptian Dark Age, also known as the Second Intermediate Period, which was between 1803 and 1549 BC CET, 
or it happened at the same time as the Second Egyptian Dark Age between 3246 and 1580 BC ULT. If the Babylonian Dark Age happened after the Second Egyptian Dark Age, then there is no Dark Age, as the timeline of the Old Kingdom Assyrians can be continued in the New Kingdom Egyptians. Theoretically, there should be no inconsistencies if both conventional timelines are correct, however, there is the massive anachronism of the Hyksos, a Semitic and Hurrian people, who used Indo-Aryan words and technology, that invaded Egypt circa 1674 BCCET. According to the Egyptians the Hyksos invaded Egypt from the Middle East after conquering Canaan, yet according to the CMT, they were not there, or anywhere. Indo-Aryans didn't enter the Middle East until after the sack of Babylon circa 1595 BC CMT. This is, as clear as any evidence could be, that the conventional timelines are wrong. In the ULT, Babylon was sacked in 3038 BC and the Hyksos occupied Egypt in 2533 BC, explaining why Indo-Aryan words, were being used by a Semitic and Hurrian people. Placing the old Babylonian Empire in the ULT does not affect the later periods of the Mesopotamian timeline, however, it does affect the earlier Sumerian and Akkadian periods. The Sumerian king list provides a continual list of kings spanning thousands of years of history. If the fall of Babylon was circa 3038 BC, then the life of Sargon of Akkad would date to circa 3885 to 3845 BC, and the life of Gilgamesh would date to between 7824 and 7698 BC, assuming all of the dynasties are in sequence, other than the known dynastic overlaps. Assyriologists don't generally consider the dynasties to have actually been sequential, as they have forced to all of dynastic history into a period of only a few hundred years in order to synchronize it with the CET. Correlating the life of Hammurabi with the life of Neferhotep I into the ULT, is not problematic, however, correlating the life of Zimri Lim of Mari to circa 3230 BC is a problem as Mari is generally regarded as being founded in 2900 BC. Unlike many other Sumerian cities, Mari did not start as some little village that grew into a larger city, it was founded as a colonial city during the Mesopotamian early dynastic period 1. This however also resolves the issue, because if the old Babylonian empire was circa 3352 to 3038 BC, then the Mesopotamian early dynastic period 1 would have been thousands of years earlier, and according to the ULT interpretation of the Sumerian king list, existed by 4200 BC. The Assyrian Timeline Synchronizing the timelines of the Middle East with the ULT, also means synchronizing the timeline of the Assyrians. Like the Babylonian civilization in central Mesopotamia, the Assyrian civilization in northern Mesopotamia, developed out of the Akkadian culture. The historic periods of the Assyrian civilization are divided into five eras, the early Assyrian period, the Old Kingdom, the Mitanni rule, the Middle Kingdom, and the Neo-Assyrian Empire. Linguistically, the Assyrian language developed from the Akkadian language, meaning the Akkadian civilization should precede the Assyrian civilization, however in the CMT, the early Assyrian period actually preceded the Akkadian Empire. How the Assyrians adopted Akkadian cuneiform, instead of Sumerian cuneiform is not explained by Assyriologists. In the ULT the Assyrian early period starts near the end of the Akkadian Empire, 
which explains why the Assyrians adopted Akkadian cuneiform. In the CMT, the founder of the Assyrian dynasty, Tudia, existed roughly a century before Sargon, the founder of the Akkadian Empire, while in the ULT, Tudia lived around a century after Sargon. As Tudia could not have lived before Sargon, when the CMT was compressed to synchronize it with the CET, Tudia and the entire early Assyrian period, was discredited and demoted from history to mythology. The ancient Assyrians recorded the early Assyrian period, as a record of the history of the kings who lived in tents, meaning the Assyrians were still nomadic at the time, and hadn't yet settled in the land later known as Assyria. The old Assyrian kingdom timeline, ran parallel to the old Babylonian empire, and was, for a while, under the dominion of the old Babylonian empire, after Hammurabi ousted the Assyrian king Ishmdargan I, and forced his son King Matashka to pay tribute. Assyria continued as an independent kingdom for some time after the destruction of Babylon, slowly or quickly losing territory to the rising Mitanni Empire, and then fell under the dominion of the Mitanni Empire entirely, which they didn't break loose of, until the beginning of the Middle Kingdom era, sometime before the Egyptian New Kingdom destroyed the Mitanni army in the Battle of Megiddo. The Mitanni Empire rose during the Babylonian Dark Age, which in the ULT, corresponds with the Second Egyptian Dark Age in Egypt. The people of the Mitanni Empire were mostly Hurrian, with an Indo-Aryan nobility, and appear to be the source of the Hyksos that occupied Egypt during the Second Egyptian Dark Age, who were mostly Semitic, but with a Hurrian nobility, and who used Indo-Aryan words. The Mitanni occupied the region that corresponds to modern Syria, creating the Mitanni Empire, within a century of the sack of Babylon, seizing territory from the Hittites to the north, and Assyrians to the east. In the CMT, the empire was established by 1560 BC when they sacked the Assyrian capital of Asher, while in the ULT, the empire was established by 2967 BC when they occupied Yamhad. This was during the Babylonian Dark Age, so few records survive. It is known that the Mitanni Empire either very quickly, or gradually, conquered the Assyrian Empire, however, it had lost control of Assyria, sometime before the Battle of Megiddo circa 1457 BC. While the surviving records seem to indicate that the wars between the Mitannians and Assyrians lasted for centuries before the fall of Asher, the fact that the Assyrian timeline needs to synchronize with the CET, forces Assyriologists to accept the premise that the Mitannians conquered, ruled and then lost Assyria between circa 1560 and 1457 BC CMT. In the ULT this is a long sequence of events that took place between 2967 and 1457 BC ULT, in fact, it is unclear when Assyria regained its independence from the Mitannians, and they could have been independent for centuries by the time of the Battle of Megiddo. All that is known, is that the Assyrians were independent at the time of the Battle of Megiddo, as they, along with the Babylonians and Hittites, sent tribute to King Tutmos III after he defeated the Mitannian army. Synchronizing the Assyrian timeline with the ULT doesn't create any issues, as the Assyrian timeline has a dark age after the collapse of the Old Kingdom. The Assyrian Dark Age correlates with the Babylonian Dark Age, and the Second Egyptian Dark Age in the ULT. This Dark Age saw the rise of the Mitannians in Syria and the Hyksos in Egypt, two cultures that left very little in terms of written records.
After the Egyptians had driven the Egyptianized Hyksos 16th dynasty out of Egypt, around 1731 BCULT, they launched a series of invasions into Canaan, occupying most of the Mediterranean coast of modern Israel, Lebanon, and Syria, culminating in the Battle of Megiddo in 1457 BC. The Battle of Megiddo was an insurrection against Egyptian rule led by the kings of Kadesh and Megiddo, and backed by the Mitannian Empire. It ended with the Egyptian army destroying the Canaanite armies and the 330 princes and tribal leaders of the Mitannians. A few years later the Egyptians launched an invasion of the Mitanni Empire, and were able to enter the capital of Washukani and capture King Barat Dana without encountering a Mitannian army. While they did not gain any territory from the Mitannians, they did show the weakness of Mitanni, and by 1228 BC the Mitanni Empire effectively ceased to exist becoming a vassal of the Assyrian Middle Kingdom. The Hittite Timeline Adjusting the dating of the Egyptian civilization, and old Babylonian Empire, to correspond with the ULT, also means adjusting the Hittite Empire's dating. The Hittites sacked Babylon circa 3038 BC ULT, and therefore the Hittite civilization needs to have existed by 3038 BC. Like the Egyptian civilization, the Hittite civilization is divided into three kingdoms, the Old, Middle, and New Kingdoms. However, these kingdoms are not as ancient as the Egyptian kingdoms. The Hittite Old Kingdom, is the empire that destroyed the Old Babylonian Empire, which means that it had to be around circa 3038 BC. There is only one known synchronism between the Hittite Old Kingdom, and the Old Babylonian Empire the sacking of Babylon. If this is set to circa 3038 BC, then the era of the Old Kingdom spans approximately 3103 to 2967 BC. The Hittites are believed to have begun migrating into Anatolia from the Balkans, sometime between 100 and 200 years before the foundation of the Old Kingdom, placing the migration roughly around the time of the Great Shock of 3250 BC. The Hittite destruction of Babylon, under King Merzili I, was the Old Kingdom's furthest military reach, and after the lengthy campaign against Babylonia, the Hittite resources were strained, and the capital was left in a state of near anarchy. King Merzili I was assassinated shortly after returning home, and the Hittite kingdom fell into a state of chaos. The neighboring Hurrian culture emerged during the chaos, to occupy the southern half of the Hittite kingdom, from the Tigris River to the Mediterranean coast, forming the Mitanni Empire. The Hittite Old Kingdom fought a series of wars against the Mitannians, however, the Old Kingdom was not able to regain its lost territory, and slowly withered. By the end of the Old Kingdom, circa 2967 BCULT, the Hittite civilization had been reduced to its core territory in central Anatolia, and virtually no records remain from the time. The Hittite Dark Age that followed, is referred to as the Middle Kingdom era. Few records remain from the period, and although the names of some kings are known, it is unclear how long the Middle Kingdom era lasted. There are no synchronisms with either the Egyptian or Mesopotamian civilizations known from the Middle Kingdom. What is known is that there is a list of six kings believed to have ruled sometime during this era, however, even the capital of the kingdom during their rule is unclear as the besieged Hittites repeatedly moved their capital. The Hittite New Kingdom emerged by 1457 BC, 
as they paid tribute to the Egyptians after the Battle of Megiddo. The Hittite New Kingdom, also called the New Hittite Empire, is well known from the Egyptian New Kingdom and Assyrian Middle Kingdom records. There is no conflict when the dating of the Hittite New Kingdom in the ULT, as both the Hittite and Egyptian New Kingdoms existed around the same time. This Hittite Empire became a dominant power in Anatolia and Syria, during the era of the Egyptian New Kingdom and the Assyrian Middle Kingdom. The Kassit Mitanni Hyksos Timeline Synchronizing the Hurrian civilization with the ULT, is also required if the ULT is correct. The Hurrians were a people that lived in northern Syria and northern Mesopotamia, first attested during the Akkadian Empire. Sometime after the Hittite destruction of the old Babylonian Empire, the Hurrians became united under an Indo-Aryan monarchy and forged the Mitanni Empire. This empire formed in the wake of the power vacuum created by the Hittites' conquest of the kingdom of Yamharp, in northern Syria, and the destruction of the old Babylonian Empire, in central Iraq, followed by the collapse of the power structure within the Hittite Empire. The rise of this empire was also possible as the old Assyrian Empire was in decline at the time. Very little is actually known about the Mitanni Empire, or the Hurrian peoples, as there are very few records from the time. The Hurrian people spoke a language related to the language of the Uatu people, of the old Armenian highlands, of eastern modern Turkey, and may have been the indigenous people of northern Mesopotamia. The Hurrians were documented as living in northern Mesopotamia during the Akkadian and old Babylonian empires, however, did not constitute a separate civilization until the rise of the Mitanni Empire. The fact that the civilization fell under the control of an Indo-Aryan nobility, is strange regardless of when the civilization existed. The homeland of the Indo-Aryan culture is unknown, but generally assumed to have been in Central Asia or the Eurasian steppes. The Indo-Aryans did have quite a lot in common with the Hittites, who were also an Indo-European people, and shared several deities including Indra, Mitra, Nazatya, and Varuna. During the declining years of the Hittite Old Kingdom, the Mitanni Empire occupied its southern territories, ranging from the Tigris River to the Mediterranean coast of Cilicia. This empire also occupied the western areas of the Assyrian Empire, which was also in decline at the time. In Canaan, the Mitannians occupied several kingdoms including Aziru, and Amuru, and Turndalaluk, and Kizuwatna into vassal states. Eventually, the entire Assyrian Empire fell under the dominion of the Mitannians, although when this took place is unknown, as both empires left virtually no records during this period. Like the other older civilizations, the Assyrian civilization had gone into rapid decline around the same time as the Hittites and Egyptians, however, had started recovering sometime before the Battle of Megiddo, circa 1457 BC. The Mitanni Empire left very little in terms of written records, however, it was around for either a very short time, between 1590 and 1300 BC CMT, or a long time, between sometime before 2967 and 1300 BC ULT. The Mitannians left no king lists, and their kings are only known from their interactions with neighboring civilizations. Several synchronizations can be made between the Mitanni kings, and the kings of the Egyptian New Kingdom, Assyrian Middle Kingdom, and the Kassit dynasty of Babylonia. Regardless of the timeline used, 
the Mitanni Empire existed during a Dark Age. The Babylonian Dark Age took place at approximately the same time as the Second Egyptian Dark Age, which was either approximately 2965 to 1460 BCULT in Mesopotamia, and approximately 3246 to 1580 BCULT in Egypt. Using the ULT, these Dark Ages overlapped, however, using the conventional timelines they don't overlap, which means there should not be a Dark Age. The appearance of the Indo-Aryans in the Middle East at the time, was not unique to the Mitanni Empire. After the Hittites laid waste to Babylon, Babylonia was occupied by a militant faction of people known as the Kassites, who appear to have had an Indo-Aryan nobility. The Kassites themselves spoke a language which is only partially understood, as very little appears to have been written in it. The Kassid language has been identified by various linguists as either related to the Huro-Urshan languages, or the Caucasian languages. These people are believed to have migrated into Babylonia from the Zagros Mountains of northern Iran, sometime after the Hittites destroyed Babylon. The Kassid dynasty was one of the longest in Babylonian history, although not popular with the general populace, who saw these Kassites as foreign occupiers. Like the Hyksos in Egypt, the Kassites tried to assimilate into the local culture, and used Babylonian as the language of governance and business, however, they were also a brutal military dictatorship. The Kassites occupied Babylon around 1571 BCCMT, or 3013 BCULT, either way, around 25 years after the sack of Babylon. The appearance of the Indo-Aryan-led Kassites, could explain the rise of the Hurrians in northern Mesopotamia around the same time. The Hurrians were in northern Mesopotamia since at least the Akkadian era, and could be the aboriginal population of northern Mesopotamia. If the Kassid language was related to the Hurrian and Duarte languages, as the dominant theory currently suggests, then the Kassites likely saw the Hurrians, who had been ruled by Akkadians, Babylonians, Assyrians, and Hittites for centuries, as long-lost cousins. It is not unreasonable to see the rise of the Mitanni Empire, as a Kassit-backed plot, if for no other reason, than to weaken the other powers in the region. It is well established that the two countries maintained strong relations throughout their existences. It is unclear when the Hurrians began to rise against the Hittites and Assyrians, as this also happened during the Dark Age. It is nevertheless depicted in the CMT as happening almost instantaneously, as there isn't much time in the CMT, and the Midanians had to build an empire that could sack Asher by 1560 BC, and dominate the Hittites, conquer most of Canaan, then conquer Assyria itself, and then lose it all by 1460 BC. Fortunately, the ULT allows the Hurrians centuries to have built and then lost the Mitanni Empire. The Hyksos who invaded Egypt from Syria and Canaan, were a dominantly Semitic people, with a Hurrian nobility, that used Indo-Aryan names and loan words, as one would expect the Mitannians to have developed into after a few centuries. According to the generally accepted CET, the Hyksos migrated into Egypt starting around 1674 BC, over a century before the Hittite sack of Babylon created the power vacuum that allowed the Kassites to invade Babylonia and before the Mitanni Empire suddenly materialized from nowhere according to the CMT. In fact, if one accepts the CET, there is no explanation for a Semitic people, with a Hurrian nobility, 
using Indo-Aryan words and names, originating anywhere in the Middle East, or anywhere else on earth. Circa 1674 BCCMT, there were the old Babylonian, old Hittite, and old Assyrian empires dominating the region, with no signs of Indo-Aryans anywhere nearby. If the ULT is used, then the Egyptian Middle Kingdom collapsed into the Second Egyptian Dark Age starting around 3246 BC. The last of the Neo-Sumerian kings lost power in 3227 BC, likely due to the extensive flooding of the old Iraqi marshlands caused by the Great Shock of 3250 BC. In the centuries that followed, Babylon grew in power as the new focus of trade in southern and central Mesopotamia, and new powers rose in the formerly dry northern regions, around Avashar and Hattusa to the north. These northern regions thrived for a couple of centuries, before ultimately drying back to their previous conditions as the global climate stabilized. As the crops failed in the north circa 3050 BC, the Hittites began expanding their first empire, raiding Umhad first, in modern Syria, and then sacking Babylonia circa 3038 BC. The ULT continues with a group of people known as Kassites, migrating down from the Zagros Mountains into Babylonia, and establishing their rule over the region by 3013 BC. These people were ruled by an Indo-Aryan nobility, and used both horses and wagons, technology believed to have been invented by Indo-Aryans, or their predecessors in the Eurasian steppes or Eastern Europe, sometime before the Bronossus pot was made, between 3635 and 3370 BC. The earliest known surviving securely dated wheel, is the Ljubljana Marshes wheel, from Slovenia, which is carbon dated to 3150 BC. In the ULT, the Kassites introduced the chariot to Mesopotamia circa 3013 BC, and the Hyksos later introduced the chariot to Egypt circa 2533 BC. In the conventional timelines, the Sumerians were using the horse-drawn chariot since at least 2600 BC, but it was not introduced to Egypt until the Hyksos dynasty circa 1674 BC. This anachronism is not explained by Egyptologists, who simply accept that the Egyptians lagged technologically almost a thousand years behind the Sumerians, by the Egyptian Middle Kingdom era, even while they were trading extensively with the Sumerians. The idea that the Egyptians built the Grand Canal and terraced the famed depression by hand, instead of using horses and carts to carry away the debris, is profoundly illogical, and it seems hopelessly implausible that the ancient Egyptians could have been that stupid. It is even more absurd that the Sumerians were using horses and wagons during the Egyptian Old Kingdom, and instead of importing the technology, the ancient Egyptians chose to build the Great Pyramids with brute human strength. Using the conventional timelines, the Egyptians and Sumerians exchanged ideas about how to build mastabas and pyramids, and taught each other the art of writing, and even exchanged ideas about mythical animals, but at no point did the Egyptians look at the horse, or even the wheel, and think, that might be useful. In the ULT, the introduction of the wheel into Mesopotamia by the Kassites circa 3013 BC was at the beginning of the Babylonian Dark Age, and only two centuries into the more than 1,600-year-long Second Egyptian Dark Age. The Indo-Aryan Kassite nobility of Babylon extended their control into Syria, establishing the Mitanni Empire, 
by seizing control of the native Harian population, and using them to subjugate the Amorite population of Canaan. This new Mitanni Empire appears to have been more of a steppes-style confederation, than a Mesopotamian-style kingdom. As demonstrated at the Battle of Megiddo circa 1457 BC, and its aftermath. In the Battle of Megiddo, the Mitannians backed the kings of Kadesh and Megiddo in their attempt to resist Egyptian domination of Canaan. The Mitannians were described as the 330 princes and tribal leaders of the Mitannians, which were destroyed by the Egyptian forces. A few years later when the Egyptians launched an invasion of the Mitanni Empire, they were able to enter the capital of Washokani and capture King Baratana without meeting a Mitannian army. This strongly indicates that the Mitannians were not a unified kingdom with a standing army, but rather a confederation of tribes. By 2793 BCULT, a group of Canaanites, who had been living in northern Egypt since the Middle Kingdom, seized power and established the 14th dynasty. This dynasty was in turn conquered by the Hyksos around 2533 BCULT, who formed the 15th dynasty. The modern name Hyksos, is derived from the ancient Egyptian term Hikakasat, which translates as rulers of foreign lands. The term had been used since at least the Middle Kingdom, for any foreign government, but this was the first time a foreign government was described as ruling Egypt. Egyptologists do not interpret the Hyksos as being a foreign government, as the Hyksos dynasty occupied Egypt circa 1674 BCCET, while the old Babylonian, old Assyrian, and old Hittite empires were still around, and none of them bothered recording that they had conquered Egypt, which one of them would have had to have done, as the Egyptians recorded the Hyksos conquering Canaan before entering Egypt. Instead, Egyptologists cling to the idea proposed by the Jewish historian Josephus circa 94 AD, that the Hyksos were a group of nomadic shepherd kings, even though his etymology of Hyksos as shepherd kings has, ironically, been thoroughly discredited by Egyptologists. The fact that the term Hyksos is derived from the ancient Egyptian term for foreign ruler, is not disputed by Egyptologists, yet clearly, there were no foreign powers that could have been ruling Egypt circa 1674-1535 BCCET. Conversely, there was a foreign power circa 2533-2249 BCULT that not only could have, by should have conquered the Canaanite dynasty of Egypt, the Mitanni Empire, who had conquered the Canaanites in Canaan. The Hyksos formed the 15th dynasty in Egypt, which in the CET overlaps with the 13th, 16th, Abydos, 17th, and 18th dynasties in order to compress the timeline. This means that multiple Egyptian dynasties were concurrent in the CET, controlling different regions, and fighting various undocumented wars. In the ULT, these dynasties generally followed each other, except for the Abydos dynasty which was not mentioned in Manithau's timeline. In the ULT, the Hyksos appear to have conquered the 14th dynasty, during a famine around 2533 BC. Seals from the 14th dynasty have been found as far north as Tel Kabri, in modern-day Israel, and as far south as Dongola in modern-day Sudan, indicating that the 14th dynasty was still in control of the territory of the Middle Kingdom. The Hyksos seized control of Egypt circa 2533 BCULT, 
forming the 15th dynasty, and in the process introduced the horse, the war chariot, and compound bow to Egypt. This is itself an enigma, as in the CET, the Hyksos invaded Egypt circa 1674 BC, introducing horses and war chariots, almost a thousand years after they are known to have been in use in Sumer, as portrayed in the Standard of Ur, from 2600 BC CMT. The Standard of Ur dates from the reign of King Urpabilsag, who is not listed in the Sumerian king list, which would place his life sometime after the end of the Sumero-Akkadian dynasty. He also is unknown from the later Old Babylonian, Old Assyrian, or Sealand king lists, which would mean he must have existed somewhere during the Old Babylonian Dark Age, between 3013 and 1373 BCULT. This means that the Egyptians either lagged technologically almost a thousand years behind the Sumerians, in the conventional timelines, or both cultures adopted the horse and chariot technology during the same Dark Age, in the ULT. In the CET, the Hyksos 15th dynasty was driven out of Egypt, circa 1535 BC, early in the 18th dynasty, after the rise and fall of the 16th, Abydus, and 17th dynasties. In order for these dynasties to all coexist, they have to have only ruled specific regions. In the ULT, the Hyksos 15th dynasty was driven out by the 16th dynasty, circa 2249 BC, which was an Egyptianized Hyksos dynasty based in Thebes, Egypt. In both timelines, the Abydus dynasty rose up as a nationalist faction that fought a 70-year-long war against the 15th or 16th dynasty. In the CET, the Abydus dynasty formed the 17th dynasty, circa 1580 BC and was replaced by the 18th dynasty of the New Kingdom in 1549 BC, who ultimately drove the Hyksos from Egypt circa 1535 BC. While, in the ULT, the Abydus dynasty drove the 16th dynasty from Egypt, circa 1731 BC, and then formed the 17th dynasty, which ruled until 1580 BC, when the 18th dynasty founded the New Kingdom. While we do have extensive records from the New Kingdom, there are no records of conflict with the Hyksos. The only existing record that Egyptologists use to date the war between the Hyksos and the 18th dynasty, is the military commentary on the back of the Rhind mathematical papyrus, consisting of brief diary entries, one of which reads. Regnal year 11, second month of Shomu, Heliopolis was entered. First month of AK Het, day 23, this southern prince broke into Tiaru. This diary entry, does not state the name of either the ruling king, or the rebel prince, and could just as easily be interpreted, as the founder of the 18th dynasty Prince Amos I's rebellion against his uncle King Camos of the 17th dynasty. In fact, it makes far more sense that the writer would refer to the enemy as a prince, if he was the nephew of the king, than if he was ruling a rebel faction. The fact that Heliopolis was invaded, should point it not being a reference to the war against the Hyksos, as the Hyksos were based in Avaris, in the Nile Delta, not Heliopolis in modern Greater Cairo. It should also be noted that the Turin king list, from the 19th dynasty, less than 300 years later, does not record the 15th dynasty Hyksos and 18th dynasty coexisting, but rather it records the same thing that Manithou translated into Greek a thousand years later. The fact that the New Kingdom era Egyptians, believed the 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 
and 18th dynasties were sequential, spanning over 1,200 years of history is well documented, yet ignored by Egyptologists. Egyptologists also choose to ignore the fact that both the 13th dynasty, of 1803 to 1649 BCCET, and 16th dynasty, 1660 to 1600 BCCET, ruled from Thebes in overlapping concurrent dynasties. Two competing governments sharing a capital city for 11 years, is a pretty abstract notion. In the CET, when the Hyksos were driven out of Egypt around 1535 BC, they seem to have simply disappeared. While the old Babylonian Empire had already been occupied by the Kassites, and very little is known of the time in Babylonia, the old Assyrian and old Hittite empires were still around, and neither recorded the army of 480,000 Hyksos that Manithou mentioned, leaving Egypt. In the ULT, the Hyksos dynasty was driven out of Egypt circa 2249 BC, deep into the Babylonian Dark Age, centuries after the collapse of the old Assyrian and old Hittite empires. As the Hyksos appear to have been mainly Semitic people, with a Hurrian nobility, they likely reintegrated into the Mitannians, and Kassit dynasty Babylonians. The last king of the Hyksos dynasty, was recorded by the Turin king list, as Kamudi. His name had also been found on scarab seals in Jericho, and a seal believed to be from Byblos has been discovered with the name Kondai on it, which is generally believed to refer to Kamudi, although some Egyptologists believe it was a different, previously unknown Egyptian king. The first Kassid king we know anything of was Egum II, also called Egum Kakrim, who is believed to have been the 8th or 9th king of the 3rd Babylonian dynasty, meaning that there was an entire dynasty between the old Babylonian kingdom and the known Kassid dynasty, that we have no records of. Unfortunately, the oldest records of Egum II are from the Neo-Assyrian era around 700 years later, and therefore we cannot even know if this is accurate information. There are eight kings listed before Agum II on ancient Mesopotamian king lists, however, nothing is known of them, other than that the first three ruled for a combined length of 70 years. The first Kassid king that can be synchronized with the king lists of another culture is Bernaburiash I, who concluded a treaty with the Assyrian king Puzasha III, sometime around 1580 BC. Bernaburi Ash I was the tenth king listed in the Kassid dynasty, and if the first three kings' reigns, ranging from 22 to 26 years, are of similar length to the first seven kings' reigns, then the Kassid dynasty should have started approximately 225 years before the reign of Bernaburi Ash I, or approximately 1800 BC ULT. According to the ancient Mesopotamian king list A, the Kassites ruled Babylonia for 576 years and 9 months, over the course of 36 kings. As the last king of the Kassit dynasty was Enlil Nadinei, whose reign ended in about 1155 BC, this would indicate the Kassit dynasty began in 1731 BC. This year is the same year that the Egyptianized Hyksos 16th dynasty was driven from Egypt in the ULT. As the monarchs of the Egyptianized Hyksos dynasty would have been used to living in opulence, the most likely place for them to have traveled to with their army of 480,000, was Babylonia, which would explain the foundation of a new dynasty at this point in time. Unfortunately, the conventional Mesopotamian timeline does not allow this, 
as Babylon wasn't sacked until 1595 BC, meaning the Kassit dynasty must date to after that. As a result, Assyriologists ignore the early Kassit kings, and the CMT only allows 350 years for the Kassit dynasty. After the Egyptians drove the Hyksos from Egypt, they launched several campaigns deep into Canaan, crossing into Mitannian territory. The Egyptian king Thutmose III launched an invasion of the Mitanni Empire around 1457 BC, after defeating the combined forces of the cities of Megiddo, Kadesh, and their allies, including the 330 Mitanni tribal leaders. The invasion of the Mitanni Empire was ultimately a failure, and Egypt acquired no territory from the Mitannians, however, the token Mitanni militia encountered was defeated. The Assyrian homeland had already regained its independence from the Mitannians before the Battle of Megiddo in 1457 BC, and would go on to restore the lost Assyrian Empire in the following centuries. The capital city of the Mitannians, Washokani, was sacked by the Hittites under Sapiluliama I, sometime around 1320 BC, and they installed the vassal king Shatiwaza. Shortly thereafter the Mitannians fell under the domination of the resurgent Assyrian Empire. Waskokani was sacked again around 1250 BC, this time by the Assyrians, after a failed attempt by the Mitannians to succeed from the Assyrian Empire. In Babylonia, the Kassid dynasty fought a series of losing wars against the Assyrian Middle Kingdom, until they ultimately fell to the Elamites of southern Iran, circa 1155 BC. The fact that the Egyptians could launch a major offensive into Canaan in 1457 BC, invading the Mitanni Empire, yet finding no trace of the Hyksos, just 80 years after they were driven out of Egypt in 1535 BC CET, points to the CET being fundamentally wrong. If the Hyksos were driven out of Egypt in 2249 BC ULT, almost 800 years before the Battle of Megiddo, it would explain why there was no trace of them in 1457 BC. Egyptologists also dispute the length of the last king of the Hyksos reign, providing estimates of 1 to 12 years, however, to agree that Kamudi was ultimately driven from Canaan. For centuries, historians have suggested that Kamudi may have been the legendary founder of the Greek city-state of Thebes, Cadmus. According to Herodotus, Cadmus lived 1600 years before his time, which would mean he lived sometime before 2000 BC. The Greek city of Thebes, is believed to have been founded sometime during the early Helladic III period, between 2200 and 2000 BC. This generally corresponds to Kamudi leaving Egypt circa 2249 BC ULT, but cannot line up with Kamudi leaving Egypt circa 1535 BC CET. Cadmus was recorded by various ancient Greco-Roman sources as coming from Tyre, Sidon, or Egypt. While the theory of Kamudi being Cadmus is far from generally accepted by Egyptologists, as Cadmus had to have founded Thebes in Greece, long before Kamudi was driven from Egypt in the CET, this idea dates back to at least the time of ancient Rome and is why Roman historian Diodorus Siculus recorded Cadmus originating in Egypt. Dynastic Mesopotamia in the CMT In the CMT, the Ubed civilization existed from at least 8000 BC, based on the existence of bully dating back to that period, which then evolved into Sumerian clay tablets, but somehow, 
the Sumerians knew nothing about them, and instead wrote elaborate nonsense about ancient Sumerian dynasties in the same cities, and at the same time, that the Ubadians were there. The Sumerian civilization then appeared fully formed, building massive temple complexes identical to the Ubadians, whom they didn't know anything about, around 2900 BC. The Sumerian civilization was only around for a few hundred years, and then fell to the Akkadians around 2334 BC. The Akkadian civilization spanned Mesopotamia, and regional kingdoms rose to prominence in Assyria circa 1905 BC and Babylonia circa 1894 BC. The last of the Sumero-Akkadian dynasties fell to the Babylonians in 1788 BC, for no particular reason. In approximately 1674 BC, a group of Semites and Hurrians, that appear to have been led by Mitannians, but weren't, because there were no Mitannians yet, peacefully migrated into northern Egypt, and formed the Hyksos dynasty. They appeared out of nowhere, which is convenient because when they were driven back out of Egypt around 1535 BC, they just vanished. In 1595 BC, Babylon was destroyed by the Hittites from Anatolia, and a couple of decades later, the Kassites invaded, and settled in Babylonia. They are believed to have been related to Hurrians, and had an Indo-European nobility, like the Mitannians. Immediately after the Hittites destroyed Babylon in 1595 BC, a group of Indo-Aryans seized control of the Hurrian population in modern Syria, and instantaneously formed the Mitanni Empire, driving back both the Hittite and Assyrian empires. Around 1560 BC, during the reign of the Assyrian king Ne'ili, the Mitanni Empire sacked Asher, capital of the Assyrian Empire, and shortly afterward the entire Assyrian Empire fell under the dominion of the Mitannians. This means that the Mitannians had less than 35 years to liberate the Hurrians from the Hittites and Assyrians, and conquer the Canaanites, before sacking Asher. Around 1457 BC, the Egyptian king Tutmose III, launched an invasion of the Mitanni Empire in Syria, and met only token resistance from the local militia. By 1390 BC the Mitanni Empire was losing ground to the resurgent Hittite and Assyrian empires, and circa 1340 BC the Hittites sacked the Mitanni capital Waskokani, and installed a vassal king. In circa 1276 the Assyrians occupied Waskokani, and made the former Mitanni Empire into part of their Middle Kingdom. Dynastic Mesopotamia in the ULT In the ULT, the Ubed civilization was the Sumerian civilization, which existed from at least 8000 BC based on the existence of bully dating back to that period, which then evolved into the Sumerian era clay tablets. The Sumerians did have records of that early time, which they recorded as the historic dynasties of Sumer. The Sumerian civilization was around for thousands of years, before falling to the Akkadians around 3885 BC. The Akkadian civilization spanned Mesopotamia, and regional kingdoms rose to prominence in Assyria circa 3278 BC, and Babylonia circa 3352 BC. The last of the Sumero-Akkadian dynasties fell to the Babylonians around 3227 BC, as a result of the Great Shock of 3250 BC, when the southern marshlands of Mesopotamia would have been drowning under the extra rainwater. In approximately 3038 BC, Babylon was destroyed by the Hittites from Anatolia, and the region fell into chaos. 
This region was later colonized by a group of people called the Kassites, who were led by an Indo-Aryan nobility. These Indo-Aryans and Kassites backed an insurgent Hurrian uprising in Hittite and Assyrian lands, which then formed into the Mitanni Empire. The Mitanni later conquered Egypt, circa 2533 BC, forming the Hyksos foreign ruler dynasty. The Hyksos rule was overthrown by an Egyptianized Hyksos 16th dynasty, in 2249 BC, which ruled from Thebes in southern Egypt. The Hyksos that were driven from Egypt around 2249 BC reintegrated with the Mitanni and Kassite population of Babylonia. The Egyptianized Hyksos 16th dynasty was later driven out of Egypt in 1731 BC, and seized power in Babylonia, forming the Third Babylonian Dynasty. Around 1457 BC, the Egyptian king Thutmose III launched an invasion of the Mitanni Empire in Syria, and met only token resistance from the local militia. By 1390 BC, the Mitanni Empire was losing ground to the resurgent Hittite and Assyrian empires, and around 1340 BC, the Hittites sacked the Mitannian capital Waskokani, and installed a vassal king. In circa 1276 BC, the Assyrians occupied Waskokani, and made the former Mitanni Empire into part of their Middle Kingdom. The Assyrians also conquered most of the Kassit-ruled Babylonia, before it ultimately fell to the Elamites circa 1158 BC. This is the end of this episode of the Broken Timelines podcast. For the complete text, notes, and quotations, please read the complete collection of Broken Timelines books, available at Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Gardner's, Google Play, Kobo, Scribd, Walmart, and many other vendors, as well as most public libraries.